Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Two hundred and fifty years of slavery, one hundred years of Jim Crow, sharecropping, the Ku Klux Klan, lynchings, bombings, mass incarceration, the separation and destruction of the black family. All of that has had an effect on our mind. Our mind needs to be decolonized. We today are experiencing mental slavery not physical slavery as once our ancestors had to endure. In my book, Seven Steps to Decolonize the Mind, we take you through every step to start releasing the chains that's on your mind. He or she who controls the mind control the person. It is in a vested interest of the white supremacist system to keep your mind bogged down in a mental slavery, throwing entertainment, throwing drugs, throwing alcohol, anything they can at you to keep you bogged down. You got to free yourself from mental slavery. By purchasing our book, Seven Steps to Decolonize the Mind, today on Amazon. Make sure you share it with your family, share it with your friends. Everyone can benefit from decolonizing the mind because once your mind is decolonized, you will never be put to sleep again. to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa as well as South Africa, and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I'm Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, we talk about anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. All the stories you get here, ladies and gentlemen, are served up raw. So y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is that you prefer, and join me for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, as we talk about this horrible, despicable, disgusting decision that was made by the jury to find Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty of all of the charges. This is a sad day, ladies and gentlemen, in American history, but as you know, this is something that was predicted by most of the uh, grassroots, uh, uh, black grassroots stations, ladies and gentlemen, that's out here, including this one right here. We knew from the uh, jury selection all the way up to the very end of this trial about what was going to happen, and our prediction came true. So this is not surprising to the new grassroots black media. I'm sure it may be surprised to uh, a lot of you others out there. So we're going to get right into this story, ladies and gentlemen, as soon as we take care of our housekeeping. Because you know it's a must that we keep the dirty laundry clean around here at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. 
Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringed. Nonprofit educational or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into this story. As I'm sure of by now, all of you are aware of the uh, charges that was against Kyle Rittenhouse, who uh, subsequently killed two people and shot a third. And he was charged with these crimes, ladies and gentlemen. And as y'all know, that he was found guilty on, I mean, he was found not guilty of all of these charges. And plus, one of the charges, ladies and gentlemen, that he was originally charged with was dropped. The charge that he probably, in my opinion, would have automatically been found guilty of if the judge had not dismissed that charge. And he left five other charges up there, which we will discuss, that this jury said that he was not guilty of. And I'm going to tell you exactly what that means for... Uh, Native Black America and the privilege that it gives Mazungus. Because, oh yeah, not only was his not guilty plea a privilege, but but the message that it sends to Mazungu Americans will be another privilege added to their already overwhelmingly uh, favor in the divided snakes of America. Now these charges consisted of, uh, count one was a first degree reckless homicide of the use of a, a dangerous weapon. Count two was a first degree recklessly endangering safety use of a dangerous weapon. Count three was a first degree reckless endangering safety use of a dangerous weapon. Count four was a first degree intentional homicide use of a deadly weapon. Count um, five was attempted first degree intentional homicide use of a deadly weapon. Count six, possession of a dangerous weapon by a person under 18. Count seven, failure to comply with an uh, emergency order from the state or local government. Okay, now these was his charges, and uh, we're going to talk about that in extensively. But first, I want y'all to uh, listen to this um, uh, um, news um, article from um, News Today. Protests from coast to coast from people angered by the verdict. Marchers on the streets in Brooklyn, New York. A riot declared in Portland, Oregon. But in Kenosha, Wisconsin, the center of it all, a sigh of relief and a peaceful night. After a jury acquitted Kyle Rittenhouse of all counts Friday. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. The 18-year-old charged with shooting and killing two men, wounding another last summer, collapsing in court, 
Outside the courthouse, crowds of protesters with a mix of emotions. It validates that we have a Second Amendment right to defend ourselves. This is just a dark, dark thing for America. Rittenhouse came to Kenosha in the days of protests following the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Blake's uncle saying the verdict is a miscarriage of justice. Self-defense is somebody in your house and doing you wrong. He was out on the street, he was a provocateur, and he had these people come to him. Check the videos, they don't lie. Rittenhouse's lawyers saying the video was the key to their success. It took out the witness testimony so much, and it was proof. And if it had been Kyle's word against everybody else that was all in that mob, he'd be going to prison for the rest of his life. His family says he's still struggling emotionally. Kyle feels remorse that there were two lives taken. That is not lost on anybody. But the pain felt by family and friends of the victims compounded by Rittenhouse walking free. Every day I wish that I could come home to him, but I can't because he's dead. And now this system is telling me that nobody needs to answer for that. The prosecution issuing a statement saying, while we are disappointed with the verdict, it must be respected. President Biden also weighing in, while the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. An end to another trial that's divided the nation. New reaction from Vice President Kamala Harris to the verdict. She made reference to our nation's criminal justice system, quoting, uh, she says, it's clear there's still a lot more work that we need to do. Uh, we're also learning from Rittenhouse's attorney that he has 24-hour security around him, and it's likely that he will leave the area here for his own safety. Kristen and Peter. Megan Fitzgerald this morning in Kenosha. Megan, thank you. Of course he should be leaving the area, and of course they're going to give him round-the-clock protection. This is yet another privilege of the Mazungu Nation. Now, this man uh, killed two people and shot another, right? And he did it with an illegal weapon, an illegal weapon that he obtained from a friend, and then brought it across uh, state lines. Okay. And the, and the individual, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to pay close attention. The individual that he got the weapon from was um, criminally charged for, uh, for giving him that weapon. Okay. And, and, and one of the charges that he, uh, for Kyle Rittenhouse, which the judge dropped, mind you, was uh, uh, accepting that weapon and taking it across state lines being a juvenile. A crime that he was definitely guilty of. But because of, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, Mazungo privilege is the reason why the judge decided to uh, drop that charge against him. And as you know already, ladies and gentlemen, all the other charges that was uh, against him the, 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 in my opinion, tainted jury, that's right, you heard me say it, um, found him not guilty of. This is unprecedented. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, this sends a clear and direct message to uh, 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 Mzungu privileged uh, protesters that they can kill at will and claim self-defense. Now, I want to remind you of this. 
This is also going on, ladies and gentlemen, in the presence of uh, the Ahmad Avery murder trial that's going on right now where these three Mazungu men shot and killed <clears throat> Ahmad Arbery as he was uh, running uh, away from them. Now, I know the story is going around that he was uh, um, jogging uh, in the neighborhood when he was uh, subsequently uh, lynched modern-day style from these three Mazungus. But let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with that case. He walked into that neighborhood. And when he was running, ladies and gentlemen, or supposedly jogging, what he was doing was attempting to get away from these three Mazungus who was hunting him down like they were slave catchers back in the day. And they eventually caught up with him, ladies and gentlemen, and gunned him down like a dog in the street. That's my personal opinion on what I think about what happened to him and his murder trial is going on. And let's not forget this very important fact, ladies and gentlemen. They have 11 Mazungus on uh, that jury. And they have one um, Native Black American on that jury out of the 12 jurors that's there. Okay? So, what do you think is going to happen in that case? When you see the injustice that just happened in the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case. Let's go to uh, um, Dr. Rashad Ritchie and uh, get his take on this uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse decision. Uh, we have back Christian Watson, spokesperson for Colorus United and host of the Pensive Politics podcast. We're gonna talk about race in America. Well, race in America is front and center. We just got a front row seat into the reality of the two justice system in the United States of America. Kyle Rittenhouse has been found not guilty of all charges. Here's the video. And before we go to that video, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear what he said? The two justice system. That means, ladies and gentlemen, plainly that there is a justice system for uh, melanated individuals and there's a justice system for the Mazungu nation. This is what he means when he does it. This uh, two system, two uh, justice system is in play. And here is the uh, justice system for the Mazungu person, Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's listen in. It's coming. Okay. All right. Um, jurors in Kenosha, Wisconsin on Friday declared Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all counts, capping off an intense trial surrounding the deadly unrest in that city last year. Rittenhouse, 18 years of age, would have faced a mandatory life sentence if found guilty and convicted of first degree intentional homicide as he should have been. Uh, the verdict came on the fourth day of deliberations. Um, 
this was the 15th day of the trial. Do we have that verdict? All right, let's go to it. The defendant will rise, face the jury, and hearken to its verdicts. State of Wisconsin versus Kyle Rittenhouse. As to the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Would you wish the jury pulled? There you have it. Let me help you understand something because I know many will moralize on this and say this is exactly what the protesters deserved because Kyle Rittenhouse was defending himself. Let me be very clear, Kyle Rittenhouse in my book is a killer. And he committed cold-blooded murder. Absolutely. He has been found not guilty by a court of law. My opinion still stands, period. So let me be very clear because we we wanna highlight the unequal application of the law. You mean to tell me that if a black man travels to another state in order to insert himself into a contentious situation, a protest if you would, let's say a Trump rally or a pro-Trump protest, black man goes there in order to protect property he has not been asked to protect. Nobody called for him, nobody was checking for him, nobody gave him authority, he's not a security guard, he's not an off-duty police officer, he just goes there with a gun. He gets a gun illegally. The person that gave him the gun illegally gets charged with two felonies. He has an illegal weapon or he is unlawfully carrying a gun in a state that he should not even be in. And he takes this gun and 15 days before he commits murder, he says he's going or would like to kill a person coming out of a store. He said that it's on video. That was not allowed in this trial. Exactly. The jury members did not get to see that piece of information. It does go to state of mind. So all of this can happen. And then you can be the person with the gun. You think a black person with a gun that's not supposed to be in possession of the gun can go and kill people at a protest in another state, be the aggressor, folks try to disarm him, and he claims self-defense after he kills two and tries to kill a third. Do you really think that happens for a black man and he's found not guilty. Absolutely not. And I can guarantee you this, ladies and gentlemen, this is all hypothetical, but he would be on death row. I believe that would have happened to him because they definitely would have found him guilty if he had been a black person, any person with a melanated skin would have been found guilty. And when he came down to sentencing, ladies and gentlemen, if at all possible, he would be on death row. 
but he definitely would be serving all uh, life sentences or the maximum for each one of those charges. Now, that's me saying that, and I'm sticking to it, and I believe that because we know that that's the history of the judicial system when it comes to um, uh, black people in the divided snakes of America. In a court. Do you really think so? This is a miscarriage of justice, in my opinion. Kyle Rittenhouse is a cold-blooded killer, in my opinion. Absolutely. And this, as I said many times on this show before, this does not surprise me. If you've been watching Indisputable, I have said right here on this program, I believe Kyle Rittenhouse will be found not guilty. Not because I think he's not guilty, but because I know the criminal justice system he's involved with. As well as I do. I've said the same thing on previous episodes, as well as uh, 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 Dr. Uh, Rashad Richie, as well as the uh, uh, original uh, Queen Amadashi Kaur has said the same thing, as well as uh, other um, new black grassroots media outlets out here has all predicted the same thing. And we predicted that, ladies and gentlemen, not because we knew that uh, uh, he was innocent because he's definitely not. He's a cold-blooded killer. But we knew that, ladies and gentlemen, because of the two uh, separate judicial systems for Mzungu people and for Native Black American people. There's two systems. And we know, ladies and gentlemen, that that had been a, 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 a Native Black American or any person of a melanated persuasion would have been found guilty on them charges. There's no doubt about it in my mind. Prosecutor had a hell of a job. He had two defense attorneys to go against, one sitting next to Kyle Rittenhouse and the other one sitting in front of Kyle Rittenhouse in a black robe. Kyle Rittenhouse got every break imaginable inside of a courtroom. The judge even sung a song to him in front of the jury made every ruling in his favor when the judge had discretion to do so. Dropped the charge that was clearly, clearly against the law for him to be 17 with a dangerous weapon in Wisconsin. The judge threw that one out. That's the one probably was not even debatable by the jury. Big Waz, what are your thoughts here? Man, it's it's tough. Um, you know, I'm watching a show on uh, Hulu. It's called Dope Sick. It's about the opium epidemic. And, you know, very early on in the show, they basically explained to you that the FDA had put a special label on Oxycontin, which allowed the Purdue Pharma to sell it and say, unlike every single opioid that has ever existed, Oxycontin is safe. The FDA did that, that's a government institution. Um, and then, you know, I watch people be vaccine hesitant as people be like, well, the FDA said it's okay. Well, you know, the integrity is lost in the FDA. And so how are people supposed to believe it? So I think about here in the justice system, um, how are people supposed to believe in this thing? It feels like there's no integrity. 
You know, um, you can't blame people then when they go out and feel like I'm not gonna get a fair shake from the law, especially if you're black, especially if you're Latin, especially if you're from you know marginalized groups. I think about how the trust gets eroded over time and the consequences of that. Um, it's tough, this is how, this is why people don't believe. Yeah, all right, I said something on the show a few days ago about Michael Flynn, right? General Michael Flynn, the man who is corrupt, admitted to being corrupt and then got pardoned for his corruption. My- okay, well, we're not gonna get off into that, ladies and gentlemen, but uh, I think uh, um, Dr. Rashad Richie poured his uh, commentary into this uh, despicable decision, ladies and gentlemen, and free this man, listen, Free this killer, free this murderer to baby to go out here and do the same thing again. So not only does that decision of not guilty does that, but it opens up the door to every other Mazungu out here who wants to attend a protest, especially ladies and gentlemen, when it's a protest about some injustice that has happened to a, a black person. This gives them the okay. This sends them the message that y'all can go to that protest, you can arm yourselves, and the uh, justice system for them, the Mazungu justice system, will back you up to where if you commit a murder in the name of self-defense, that we'll find you not guilty. This is, this is the message that that sends out here to every Mazungu and in the baddest snakes of America, every state. This is the message that that sends. It also sends another message. What is the other message? I'm glad you asked. It sends a message that you native black Americans you melanated skinned individuals better watch out for yourselves uh, when you want to consider attending a protest. Because you could subsequently be murdered, lynched in a modern day style, and then have your murderer walk free to be able to do it to another melanated individual. That's that next message that it sends out. Now, when we talk about this message, ladies and gentlemen, to when we talk about these Mazungus, you got to remember, you got uh, skinheads, you got the KKK, you got the uh, Proud Boys, you got the white nationalists. This list goes on and on and on of all of these uh, hate groups uh, for uh, melanated individuals. So you think the, that this isn't going to uh, escalate? It's absolutely going to do that. Okay? Now, we always talk about uh, de-escalation when it comes to uh, local law enforcement race soldiers. But now, not only have you been protecting them, you are now protecting these uh, Avengers, these, these uh, self-appointed vigilantes of all of those groups that I just named and the many others out here. 
So we're getting a clear message, which, which Native Black Americans have been getting this clear message for centuries. But they have to keep reinforcing this message, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, new generations of melanated individuals keep coming into the world, keep being born in the divided states of America. They have to continue to send this message like the parents of the melanated individuals aren't telling them anyway. I'm sure they believe that that's happening, but they want to uh, reinforce that. Because we know that any uh, proud native uh, black American individual is uh, informing their kids about the world that they live in, that there's two worlds out here. One for us and one for Mazungus. There's two justice systems out here. One for us, one for Mazungus. There's two housing systems. There's two economies. All of these things are different for us and privileged Mazungus have the better end of these systems. This goes even into the education system. This goes into the housing system. This goes into the uh, uh, um, judicial system. This goes into uh, the financial uh, uh, economy uh, system. Every part of, of the baddest snakes of America, please understand that there are two systems that are in play here. One for them and one for us. And the one for us, ladies and gentlemen, is not good at all. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead and end this broadcast because I believe that um, the facts speak for themselves. Uh, my commentary is on point and we have to uh, come together in some shape, form or fashion, ladies and gentlemen, and start indulging into this situation uh, that will um, better these uh, uh, two systems that we're living in. Because if not, ladies and gentlemen, there's just, there's going to be no hope for Native Black Americans or any individual that's uh, uh, skiing is melanated. That's just the way it is. So it's time that some more unity, because some unity has been um, structured and starting to uh, 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 come um, forth with uh, uniting ourselves, especially with this new grass, uh, um, black grassroots media uh, outlets that we're able to have, you know, which brings a lot of these stories to light. A lot of these stories, ladies and gentlemen, without uh, uh, the, the modern day uh, uh, um, social media outlets, we wouldn't hear about a bunch of these uh, stories because we know lamestream media don't report on them and haven't for, uh, uh, since they've been around. That's also a two-step uh, system, one for them and one for us. So listen, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Chilling with Teddy G. I want to thank y'all so much. 
uh, I appreciate the uh, donations that has been coming in. And I ask you guys to continue to uh, support this station with a one-time or a monthly donation. As you know, this station is 100% supported for listener donations. There's no monetization on this program at all. Because I want to get this word out here. It's not about money. But it's about uh, getting the word out. Getting these stories out. But we all know, ladies and gentlemen, that, that it does take financing in order to make that happen. With all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to continue to do your social distancing because we're in a new normal. We're in a new world and we have to do all that we can, ladies and gentlemen, so that we do not become susceptible to these uh, uh, variances that's out here from this uh, um, pandemic. So wear your outer gear, take care of your immune system, do all that you can to reduce the spread of this virus. All right? I tell y'all these things. I bring y'all these stories for only one reason and one reason only. And you know what that is? That's because I love you. Loving you guys is my food. And Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until God grants me the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and so...